and welcome back to the Mixed Martial Arts Street Podcast. And welcome back. We're recording virtually this week. For the first time ever. For the first time ever. Um, it, it, happy holidays to all our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. Today is the winter solstice. So that's awesome. We got Christmas this weekend. A little you special. Bounce, you can bounce an egg today. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that true. mean, Ben? I've I don't know. I've seen something on TikTok. If you like, you can stand an egg straight up and down today. I don't know if it's something with gravity. I don't know if it's just like a wives' tale or something. But I I thought hmm. that was interesting. That is interesting. I didn't know that. That's yeah. I didn't cool. I didn't fact check that. So don't don't hold me to that. <laughs> Uh, I never do. You know that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so it's, it was a big week of fights, obviously. Derek Lewis, Chris Dawkins. Um, real quick, uh, I know we missed the Oliveira uh, Poirier fights last week. We were in the midst of our final exams. Um, we didn't get around to talking about those fights. Those were a fantastic slate of fights. Um, but we don't have fights over the next two or three weeks. And we'd love to keep recording episodes. We love doing this. We love mm-hmm. making content for you guys. And um, I think uh, our goal for the next two weeks is to talk about both that fight, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier, that fight card. And then also to talk about, um, before we even started the podcast, there was a great card of fights, Kamar Usman versus Colby Covington too. I'd love to talk yep. about that card too. So that's our slate just for the next couple of weeks, if you bear with us. But why don't we just jump right into the fight card from this week. So uh, we could talk about uh, Cub Swanson and Darren Elkins to start too. Cause that was, I, a... I, I have a lot to say about this fight. <laughs> Do you want to start? What, what how'd yeah. you think? Um, well, I mean, it was a really good fight. Um, I, there's a, there's a link in the doc there, Bobby. Um, sure. That's got like a clip. Swanson is just like an off. He wants to be, Sean O'Malley and Conor McGregor so bad. The whole fight, he's. But does I, this is but doesn't this is everyone? My, I yeah, but like even just his fighting style, and it, it really worked. He's he's got that Sean O'Malley. He fights with his hands at his side. It's kind of like one of my first tastes of Swanson, and like the more versed I get in like MMA and like kind of different fighting styles, like the more I can see it is. He's throwing those like really- shoulder, those shoulder feints the whole time. Mm-hmm. The thing that really pissed me off was that, and like he kept like, and in this clip, the first five seconds, he throws sure. this beautiful combination, rocks him, gets him on the ground. Boom. He's head first and like a, a downward dog. He's just, yeah, Elkins is just pawing for his life, trying to grab onto his ankles. And, and instead of, finishing the fight swanson just lets him get up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he he's he's fighting for his life you have him like he's at your ankles begging and you just back off and let him get up he's just very sean o'malley like you're right yeah very sean o'malley like and he does i think he does this again like a minute later too in the fight yeah he's doing it the whole fight he like he's trying to do the sean o'malley where he'll get like a walk off or something or he's just trying to be i just watched him land uh I'm at about 40 seconds in this clip. It's uh, two, three minutes to go in the first round, and he lands a, what is this? He's a doing the little hook, right, thing. right 
cross left hook combo and drops oh. him, and then he backed up again. He just let him get up once, once, once again. Yeah, he, he yeah, rushes right. him, throws a throws a few punches at him on the ground, and then just backs Ooh. off. And then, and then I, the spinning, the spinning, the spinning heel kick. Yeah, and a I mean, left hook, and Herb Dean stepped in. That's a great stoppage by Herb Dean, by the way. I know. Um, I know a lot of people will probably be upset with that stoppage. Um, but I mean, he knocked he knocked him down. That's 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 boxing rules. You get knocked down three times in one round, so. the fight's over. So, so yeah, I, I I think the fight was over. I mean, almost a minute and a half into the fight, he he could have finished him. Now, I, I think Herb Dean saw that, and finally he hit that spinning back kick and started stumbling and Herb was like, all right, like quit touring with them. This is over. I know. I, listen, I, I know what you're saying about like comparing him to O'Malley and comparing to, to McGregor. Um, but I will say Cub Swanson got a $50,000 performance bonus for this. So whatever he's doing, it worked. All right. Yeah. I, I, this oh, for I know. A while. It, he, he's lost his past couple fights. Um, and he, I don't think he was the favorite coming into this one. He, he's, he's been, he's, he's, he's pretty old. He's on the older side. Yeah, he was, um, he was minus so one fifty. So, um, he, um, allow me to pull up his topology real quick. He, he was minus one fifty for this fight. So he was the favorite. I know I picked him. Um, and I think did you did you have him or did you have Elkins? I had Elkins. Elkins it's Elkins isn't a bad pick Elkins coming is coming off um a string of wins and at the age he is it's it's pretty wild that um he's winning that many in a row he had wins uh previously two in a row over Eduardo uh, Garagori rear naked choke in the third round and he Mm -hmm. also beat Derek Minner who um Mm. recently lost last week to my guy Ryan Hall yeah um he he's not beating no names though like no he it, so coming into this fight, it was it was pretty crazy. Cub Swanson, um, he lost he lost recently to Giga Chikadze, who is going to be in a main event at the beginning of next year. Yeah. Um, but also he what he beat Daniel Pineda. That's an impressive win with a second round right cross. And um, I don't know his losses. Uh, before that, Shane Burgos, Hinato Moicano, Frankie Edgar. Brian Ortega, the law, the people he's losing to are big names. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I think he's a, these guys are great fighters too. Absolutely. I don't want to, I don't want to like put down Cub Swanson or anything. I, I mean, he, he looked phenomenal. He, he won he the did. fight by a mile. I, I think he could have, the, the finish was 212. I think he could have finished it in almost like a minute he just kind of i think i agree i think they could have stopped it way earlier with those drops i mean i think um, he just wasn't had to do with him finishing it yeah a lot he he would he would get the knockdown and he he would just not do anything he wouldn't follow so and and maybe that's his style maybe um o'malley kind of takes after him because swanson's been in um the game a lot longer but i will i will say you're right about that but Swanson doesn't he he doesn't often go for this like walk off knockout type type deal. Okay. He, this is actually if I'm if I'm going to look at this this is one this is one two um three he's had a lot of fights four five six this is his sixth uh win by knockout in the UFC but okay. it's six knockouts in one two three four five six 
um, 10, 13 fights. So it's not like he's a knockout artist. He's not, yeah. he's not, um, he's not a Derek Lewis, might I say, by the way, I mean, shout out Derek he, Lewis. We'll talk about him later. Shout out Derek Lewis. Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like it in this fight though. Yeah. I mean, he was just toying with him. I mean, from the first minute Elkins could looks like he could barely stand on his feet. He's just kind of, he'd get rocked and kind of claw yeah. for survival. And then Swanson would let him get back up and put him right back down 30 seconds later. He bullied whatever. Him. Yeah, he did. And Herb had a great stoppage. So great stoppage. Huzzah for Herb Dean. Herb, Herb must be listening to our podcast because he's mm-hmm. taking our criticism and he's he's improving yeah. on a week-by-week basis. You know who's not improving? Let's move on to the next fight because uh, – Yes. Oh, boy. This was crazy. So this is uh, Diego I, Ferreira versus – or Carlos Diego Ferreira, my fault, versus Matuz Gamrot. Uh, Gamrot uh, obviously unranked coming into this, and Ferreira was ranked 12th, I believe. Oh, wow. So, yeah, no. So he'll have a number next to his name if he doesn't already. Um, Gamrot will. Spoiler alert, Gamrot wins. Um, ben, do you want to talk about the, the stoppage? Because the, the, the stoppage of this fight was a little weird. It was so weird. Um, it, it, was a, it was a great fight. Um, Ferreira was kind of, they were kind of going back and forth doing like, at the beginning, they were kind of doing wrestling and Gamera had him stunned and Pierre was kind of did a little, some Ryan Hall things kind of just rolling around, avoiding the, avoiding getting pinned or anything and got back up, which was fantastic. I don't know what kind of martial art that is, but it was fantastic fighting. And then the end of the fight, um, I kind of want to call this correctly. Sure. Um, I forget what, wobbled him but um diego kind of started falling back almost all the way across the octagon Mm -hmm. and gamrot follows him gets his back and diego just kind of looks out of it it looks like he might have hurt himself trying to avoid the the takedown and gamrot just puts a knee right in his kidney just yeah. awful. I, I I was watching this with my parents, and my dad was like, "Is that legal?" And the announcer was like, "Then that's a totally legal move." <laughs> a- answer his question for him, and Dago looks at the ref and just waves his hand, like shaking his head, like I don't know what he was trying to say, but when you kind of break the fourth wall of talking to the ref like that and just kind of like shaking your head, it kind of seemed like he was done in. Um, I know the refs don't want to stop it too soon. Yeah. And he gets another nasty knee to the the leg and gets immediately put in a rear naked. And Diego immediately taps. And the ref just didn't break it up. He kind of hauled yeah, Frank, Frank Herzog is the ref, by the way, just so people know. Okay, um, Frank Herzog. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a very I when, yeah, he, when he told me about this before, I thought I thought it was a very odd stoppage. Um when I, I, I watched it as well. Um looking at it. I, I'm looking at topology right now. They have this labeled as a um obviously the stoppage is a s- submission to strikes. So it was it wasn't it's it counts as a he sub. Tapped. Yeah, it counts as a sub, but he didn't tap to the rear naked. He got him in a rear naked, 
but the tap came before he got him into the rear naked choke. Yeah, exactly. Basically, it was because of the kidney knee that he that he yeah. stopped. He was like, yeah, "Hey, he, I'm Frank Herzog. I'm done. Like, hey, I'm done. Yeah, I don't need anything else." And the stoppage didn't even come until, uh, yeah. he, like a second later. And hers, that's the worst part of this is, her Herzog doesn't step in and separate him like a no referee should. He he starts waving his hands up in the air, like calling it for everybody else to know it's over. Meanwhile, Diego's just getting put into a deeper rear naked choke for, yeah. and it, it it wasn't bad. He stopped it decently soon, but I mean, he didn't need to even get into the rear naked choke to stop it. He tried to call it and then tapped immediately when he tried to get the rear naked. Yeah. So, and I mean, like you gotta, and I mean, it's fine for the fighters. Like you're gonna, you're gonna go until you kind of get pulled off or like you can, you know, it stopped. And that's, and that was the crazy thing was Gamrock got on his back and then kind of looked up at the ref and saw him waving his arms and was like, Oh, he call, he's calling it. Yeah. Like I saw it was a, not necessarily like an awful stoppage, but it was, it was very, an, it was an weird, odd, very stoppage. delayed. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. There's the thing we've talked about with Herb Dean where he doesn't really assert himself into things like that and to stuff like that and i guess it's might be because he doesn't want to like stop it too soon but in that situation i mean me watching it from my living room i can see like he gets need the kidney and he looks at him and starts waving his hand it's like oh he's done like he like the eye contact with the ref he's just yeah yeah, no, no, no. If, if if I'm refing a fight, obviously I'm not a UFC ref, so I, oh, no. I I can't I can't put myself in those shoes. And uh, when I am criticizing refs, I'm it's it's me criticizing them, comparing them to the top um, UFC refs and the top MMA refs in the world. Yeah, um, because that's a standard. If you're going to be a UFC ref, you got to be you got to be one of the best in the world. Yeah. So um, it, it's it's a it's a high standard to hold them to. Yeah. But, um, but that that's that's really what it's all about yeah and um, ufc refing is arguably the toughest refing in all of all of sports because i yeah. mean now nowadays in in just about every sport at the professional level there's replays and you know every turnover scoring drive or scoring play in nfl is reviewed and can be yeah. called back but stuff stuff like this in the UFC can't be called back, you know, like once the ref stops the fight, that's, that's how it is. So, you know, they have to, they have to be sure. So it, it is really difficult, but. Um, yeah. And, and, I agree and obviously he made the right call. So it wasn't awful, but it was just a, it was a strange stoppage. Very odd stoppage. From somebody at such a high level and so high regarded. Sure. For sure. Um, but to, to pivot to Gamrod, because um, although the stoppage was weird, his performance was fantastic. Yeah, it was uh, a great fight. And and to look at his resume so far in the UFC, he's 3-1 and one in the UFC. Um, his only loss is to Guran um, Katala. I'm going to bush that, that one. Uh, Guran. Who, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, only has, uh, he only has one fight in the UFC, and he, 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 it was the split decision win over Gamrod. And that's Gamrot's only loss is this split decision loss against a guy who's only fought once in the UFC. Since then, okay. he's won. He's won uh, he had a knockout win over Scott Holtzman. 
Um, you know, uh, a Kimura in the first round, Brock Lesnar style, um, in Ooh. under a minute against Jeremy Stevens, um, which was a fantastic win. And then he yeah. had this, this second round finish against Diego Fajaya. So um, he should have a number next to his name if he doesn't already. Um, pardon me for not checking the rankings. In fact, um, I'm looking right now. He's the he is the number 13 ranked lightweight fighter. Okay. Um, in the UFC, so that's fantastic. That makes sense. And uh, did O'Malley end up getting ranked? Sorry to kind of switch the. Uh, sure. No. 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 Which is a conversation um, right there, but I, I know we were talking about that not last yeah, week, I, but I, last episode. Well, we never we never had an episode for O'Malley. See, we yeah. we, we oh we didn't. That's right. We didn't even get to talk about it. Oh my him. gosh. So, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week, but in the meantime, um, I will look I, up everybody. The, everybody knows the O'Malley fight was. Everyone, everyone loves O'Malley. Your artistry. Yeah. He's amazing. He's a, he's a, he's oh, a O'Malley specimen. doing O'Malley thing. I saw, I saw a video he posted on his Instagram talking about this fight night and stuff. And he starts a video holding a little, um, paraphernalia glass piece and <laughs> coughing and he starts talking about his picks and he's like you got a bet it makes the fights more fun he's like take yourself a nice little uh oh, I, I forget i forget what he said but he was like he's like take yourself a nice little uh nice little dabber no <laughs> en- enjoy enjoy the fights tonight I was like, that's the I most think O'Malley that's one of his sponsors. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Sean O'Malley fan, as are you. Maybe it is. Um, and I think, I think what he was doing was probably advertising for one of his sponsors. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what it was, but um, that's that. I have an idea. No. Yeah. So I, I just pulled it up. Sean O'Malley is ranked 12th in bantamweight. Whoa. Quite a bit, and well deserving of it. I mean. Yeah. You get his only loss, and I'm going to use loss in quotations because he's undefeated. Um, <laughs> his only loss is to Marlon Cheetah Vera. And Marlon Vera, that, that loss it looks even better after Vera front kick knocked out um, Frank Yedger in his last fight. So yeah. now Sean O'Malley's sitting with number 12 next to his name. Frankie That's Edgar with number 11 next to his name. Will they fight? Possibly. I, I, I can't wait for. O'Malley's next fight, honestly. I think that's going to be incredible to see. My dad's like, a huge O'Malley fan. He's coming. Sorry, sorry, Ben. My, my dad's walked into the room. He, uh, no, it's okay. Huge O'Malley what'd you, fan. So. What would you think about the fights on Saturday? Did you see any well, of them? You, you watched the Derek Lewis fight. How how'd you how'd you feel about Derek Lewis? Pretty much like I expected. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I was disappointed with his last showing, but uh, – I think being in his hometown shook him up, but away from home, it, he he's deadly, deadly. He, he is. performs. He does. Absolutely. Yeah, the the right or the left hand, uh, if that hits you square, uh, you're pretty much there's nobody in the heavyweight division that's not going down. So. <laughs> nope, none. Yeah, none. and we, we can fun. use that to transition right into. Yeah, why don't what we do that? talk about that? right now because that that's that's a that's a great transition thank you dad have a good night yeah go get him boys thank you great cameo from mr ackland there your dad's got a great podcasting voice too he's he's great yeah oh my god he's got to do voiceovers for like the call map or something (laughs) we should have yeah i would love to listen to your dad do some like guide me through some meditation or something <laughs> that's where i get it from i mean like everyone says i have a voice for radio yeah. 
you think I got that out of nowhere? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, yeah, why don't we go ahead and actually, well, yeah, no, we'll talk about Derek Lewis first because mm-hmm. that's what everyone's here for. And, yeah. Um, then, then I'd like to touch on Bilal Muhammad because he was my lock of the week, but we'll save that for, for after. Derek, okay. Lewis, Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis. Oh, my God. Where do I get started? The um, Black Beast. The Black Beast. He now holds the record for most knockouts in UFC history. Oh, my um, God. With the knockout on, on, um, on Saturday. Um, I'm gonna pull up the list because he's in great company. Um, knockout. Yeah, I, I watched I watched this fight with my dad, and there was one point where Derek threw a uh, like a head kick, and he got both feet off the ground for this head kick. Yeah. And I like I reround I went back a few seconds. I was like, Dad, watch watch this watch this kick here. <laughs> my dad my dad was in disbelief. He's like, Ah, that is terrifying. It's like, yeah. That much, it's a big that dude. much power and that much man should not be fully yeah. airborne throwing kicks. That it truly defines defies physics. Yeah. Oh man. So um, Derek Lewis was he he was the previous record holder. Um, he had twelve. Uh, the immortal Matt Brown. Shout out Matt Brown, Ohioan Matt Brown. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, he tied Derek Lewis's record with twelve. Um, a couple months back with a fantastic knockout of Diego Lima and Matt Brown is um, obviously most UFC fans will know he he's a shoe in for the hall of fame. He's been fighting for the past 15, 15 years, and he's been doing this the entire time. There's a reason he um, has some of the most knockouts in the UFC, but with this knockout on Saturday, um, Derek Lewis overtook him. That's his 13th knockout in his career. Um, a very impressive knockout of a storming Chris Dawkins. And it, it's crazy how Derek Lewis does it. He seems to do this to everyone. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. He did this to Curtis Blades when no one could beat Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades, what he would do to you is he would threaten you with wrestling he, and, and, he, and he'd hit you upstairs. And Derek Lewis didn't let that phase him. Derek Lewis didn't throw on, on, on Curtis Blades. He waited for him to shoot. And the minute he shot, he threw a right uppercut and knocked him out cold. Um, and he did that this weekend against Chris Dawkins. It was a flurry of punches, but um, it was great. It was great to see him uh, finish. And I yeah. feel like that's what he hasn't really been able to do in his uh, past couple fights is um, when, he, when he has him stumbled. I mean, if you're Derek Lewis, usually when you're hitting someone, they're uh, not responsive afterward. Yeah. So um, I'll give it to Chris Dawkins because he took quite a few hits from Derek Lewis. Oh, yeah. And Der- Derek Lewis just made Chris Dawkins look like he wasn't even ranked, honestly. Yeah. I, he just played with him. And Derek just throwing those right hook after right hook just yeah. over. He, he was in – that was his combo for yeah. a few. It was just like three or four right hooks just connecting every – time and he said ate a few of them yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then Derek just kept at it body to the knee one or two more right hooks and Chris was out like a light as Travis Scott would say <laughs> I love the reference I love the Travis Scott reference <laughs> yeah, no Derek Lewis what a character too after the fight um obviously t- removing his cup from his <laughs> pants 
and showing it to the UFC Apex crowd before throwing it at, at a yeah. fan. Um, um, whoever has his cup, I'm sure they they're probably selling that online or something. I would hope that Derek Lewis, like maybe after the fight, went up to him and autographed his cup because that that might that that would be fantastic. I feel like it would be hard to autograph a cup. I, I feel like Derek Lewis's cup is might be mem- <laughs> might be memorable enough, and I they even showed the guy in the in the broadcast, if I'm not mistaken, the guy he like. I think it looked like he ran down, like he was sitting further up and he saw Derek looking around with his cup and sprinted for the opportunity yeah. to get Derek Lewis's cup, which is That would be me. If I was there, that, that, would, that would be me too. Uh, I, would, yeah. I would love Derek Lewis's cup. I mean, Derek, why'd you <laughs> was, take your I pants off? My, <laughs> I, was, I showed my dad that video. I was like, I was like yeah, Derek Lewis is fighting tonight. And he's like, Who? I was like, did you ever see this video? And I showed it to him. And then after the fight, I was like, oh my gosh. I like, <laughs> Although he took That's off his cup and threw it into the crowd. The saga the most, continues. Who, what yeah, do you the think most he's going to do in his next thing. fight? What do you think he's going to do in this? I mean, who knows? He might um, just take his, his, he might just remove, remove his, his pants and, and everything. We, we might, we might yeah. see well, I mean, glorious hot balls. The, um, That that fight where he took off his pants was Wild. a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I a uh, long time ago, actually. Long time ago. But um, that's that's. I mean, that's what he's really. I would I wouldn't say that's what he's known for because I would like to think what he's known for is um, punching people in the face and them not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's what I know Derek Lewis for. But um, if I ask the casual fan, um what yeah. they know Derek Lewis for it's Joe Rogan asking him why he took his pants off. And I I'm guessing, cause I'm, I, I've seen that video before I knew who Derek Lewis was. So I, I feel like most people are like, like, you know, who Derek Lewis is like, no, you show him the video. I'm like, Oh, that's all oh, right. I know. I Derek know. Lewis. I know who Derek Lewis yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely what people know him for. Um, so does Derek Lewis get a, a title fight do we think or at least because oh. there there is an interim so i'll tell you there is an interim there the the fight the fight in january the pay-per-view in january uh the main event francis and ganu versus cyril gone it's the unification of that title okay and obviously oh. they'll be looking for um someone to fight right after that um i, I would love for it to be Derek lewis the other name that everyone's talking about um, that I don't like talking about because um, I, I, I don't think he's that great of a person. Um, frankly, John Jones is moving up to heavyweight and um, he's slated to, to make his, uh, his return in 2022. Um, John Jones isn't a heavyweight. He's a light heavyweight. He's massive, but he's a light heavyweight. What am I crazy? There's a reason he, they call him. He's not, even, he's not even ranked in light heavyweight either. Well, he hasn't fought in almost two years now. So because when he left, he basically said, he's like, I'm going to move up to heavyweight. And he spent all this time trying to bulk up. He's John's bone, John Bones Jones. He he's not a, like, he's a lanky dude, but he's yeah. me. So um, he's like, he's like Adesanya, you know, he's a bigger Adesanya. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, I would love to see that. I mean, John Jones fights are just incredibly 
entertaining, but I, I would, I would rather see somebody, I don't know, give feed a feed a top 10 or top five, somebody to John Jones and the heavyweight. Don't, I, I wouldn't give him a, I wouldn't give him a bell or maybe like a title eliminator. Hell, yeah. have him fight Derek Lewis for a title oh. eliminator. Oh, I'd love to see Derek Lewis right? uh, give John Jones his first uh, official loss in his UFC career. Imagine if Derek Lewis knocked out John Jones. I think the I mean, world might stop. Yeah. It'd be crazy. That would be I that that might be one of my one of my dream fights. God, you just you would just be, made that one of my dream fights. I hadn't even thought about that. I didn't even just Yeah, I mean that's, I yeah. I mean I don't know the whole politics and the decision making behind picking fights and i'm sure a lot of it is who fighters want to fight and stuff too but i mean i don't know with i mean it i know it's john jones but moving up a division i mean we saw what happened with cody garbrandt getting yeah. just and that was him, that was actually him moving down in yeah down the so I, so changing divisions can be tricky and uh I, because I, I would hate to see John Jones move up to heavyweight and then fight Nagano or Gain and just get waxed. Yeah, at, at heavyweight. A lot of people have talked about. Um, uh, this has been before uh, Gon was interim champion, um, but Cyril Gon and me. John Jones, um, they very their their fight IQ. Both of their fight IQs is extremely high. And their styles are pretty similar. They um, both are fantastic kickboxers um, with great wrestling backgrounds, with high fight IQs that love to throw elbows and knees. Both of them do. They have very similar fighting styles. Obviously, John Jones has fought 32 times, um, and Cyril Gaon has only fought like nine times, I want to say. This is Let's MMA. See. I think he has quite a few kickboxing bouts. But um, the fact yeah, that he's I mean, a uh... champion... In what, how many fights does he have been? The UFC stats and records says he has an 11 fight win streak. I, I don't know if that's. Are you, are you referring to gone or uh, John Jones? Gone. Gone. I think that's so, accurate. I, I, I don't that know if accurate. that's just in the UFC. I think I mean, it might be overall. It, 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 pro- it probably my... is. Let me pull up his topology and see uh, see what it says here. Okay, yeah, he um, that's overall. Okay, and he's it so, says he's slated to fight Francis Ngannou in January. That, that yeah, um, but yeah, John yeah. Jones mm. has twenty one overall knockouts. Yeah, or no, not John Jones. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Um, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, and what I think uh, thirteen of those are in the UFC. Yeah, it's absurd 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 he's crazy um yeah. i love him i would love to see him fight john jones i now now that you've put that in my mind i might bring that up every week and uh, <laughs> if every podcast just be like hi dana um it's bobby <laughs> um this is my weekly reminder for you to uh <laughs> make m- make the fight make make the fight that i, I really want to see i want to see Derek lewis fight john jones all right thank I, you I, I hate to say it, but I think that might do as much as Jake Paul calling out Kamara Usman. In oh yeah, Dana White's eyes. 
Oh yeah. No, I feel, I feel which, like, it, I feel like it will be a grain of salt, but, um, yeah, well, which, no, which we'll, I, which we'll get into problem. later. Oh yeah. Recent news. I don't know if I told you this, Ben. Um, I saw this earlier. Jake Paul offered, um, Jorge Masvidal $5 million today, $5 million yeah. to fight him. Um, let, let, let's let's get through these fights and sure then we sure can, then we, we can, can talk, talk about, about that yeah 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 real quick before we pivot off there Derek lewis because um i know you mentioned before possible title fight in his post-fight interview michael bisping asked him um if if he wanted to fight in a title fight Derek said no not unless no. not unless the fight was three rounds he he said he doesn't like doing five round fights oh my gosh so, I, I mean, honestly, I don't. I haven't seen too many heavyweight title fights, but I can't imagine those guys being very. Those fights being very uh, entertaining in the fourth and then until the last minute and a half of the fifth round, where they're just like, "All right, this is this is it. I'm emptying it." Because I mean, I mean, they're they're fantastic athletes, but they're they're huge dudes and they're exerting so much. Energy. so much energy and power especially if you're Derek everything Lewis. like he's throwing oh, yeah. everything into the, those right hooks he was throwing um what he finished this fight in se- was it the second round or was this a first round it was the first it was round. the first round oh, it was the first round and yeah. and he was he was breathing heavily at the end of it and yeah. it was only three and a half minutes of the fight um so he he puts everything he can behind stuff i mean and he yep. does he does this consistently this isn't like just a one-time thing. No. Yeah. He, he's truly one of the best heavyweights alive. Maybe maybe yeah. of all time. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I, I hope I hope he gets in the Hall of Fame someday because uh, um, I think he deserves it. I, I, so never... do I and he's he's such a character too. I mean absolutely. Unfortunately, I don't think I don't think he'll ever all. be um a champion in that division. There's just too much competition at the top. We already saw him fight um Cyril Gon and Gon Gon absolutely he 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 absolutely dominated him in all aspects of that fight. Um yeah I, I think a lot of um I think a lot of fighting is just like fighting styles too. Because I mean if, if a boxer fights a grappler, I mean that is rarely gonna go in the towards the direction of the boxer just because i mean like the grappler especially if he's trained in something like jujitsu is just gonna play to his strength and unless the the boxer has great takedown defense i mean there's just not much you can do against a takedown and once you're on the ground to somebody who's like a great wrestler or grappler I mean, you're the fight's basically over until the round where you can stand up again, and then they're Absolutely. just going to do the same thing to you. So uh, there's a ton of strategy into all that. So, no, I, 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 I would love to see. I think Derek deserves a uh, a title fight. I think he deserves. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people deserve belts and championships, but I mean. It doesn't always happen for everybody, but I, I think Derek Lewis is one of the 
just a fantastic heavyweight and a fantastic yeah. fighter. Realistically speaking, um, here's a more realistic uh, output on things. I believe Gon is going to beat Nganu next month. He's already my pick. Wow. I think I have Gon beating Nganu. No, is that no, your lock of, the, lock of the week? Oh, I, I, it's so far away. I, I won't go as far as saying that yet. I mean, he, he it's possible. Yeah. Um, when, I, when I pick locks of the week, I like to look at odds and I like to pick something that's not completely obvious. So who knows if Gon comes in and he's, uh, I don't expect him to be a favorite, let alone an overwhelming favorite against Nganu because of yeah. how deadly Nganu is. Mm-hmm. But um, let's just say uh, Gon wins that fight. And he's the undisputed champion. I would love to see Nganu fight Derek Lewis again. They already fought once, yeah. And it was a, it was a sleepy dud of a fight. It was a horrible fight. Oh. Um, it was back in when was this? July seventh, twenty eighteen. They fought. Um, Derek Lewis oh won God. by unanimous decision. He beat Nganu. He wow. has a win over Nganu, but. The fight was extremely boring. It was mm. a really boring fight. Both guys respected each other's power to the point that neither wanted to throw on each yeah. other. Which, honestly, it's not but a horrible makes- strategy if you if, if you yeah. put those guys in the same ring. Like we've seen, we've seen what Ngannou can do when he put him when he fought Jarzinho Rosenstrike. That was touted as. Oh boy, these are two of the craziest knockouts and like artists in the UFC. And Gano beat him in 15 seconds. Um, Rosenstrike tried to throw on him, and Gano hit him with a counter right and finished it with hooks. And Rosenstrike was out for the the next 15 minutes. <laughs> so um, it, I I would love to see these guys throw on each other. And I feel like before there was a lot of pressure on t- getting in the title picture and all this stuff. Nganu is a much better fighter now. He's a much smarter fighter. Mm-hmm. And at this point, with Lewis basically saying that he's not really interested in title fights unless they're a three-round fight, I would love to see a co-main on a pay-per-view card, um, Nganu versus Lewis. Yeah. Um, and the only way that happens is if Gan beats Nganu on the next card, which is a big reason why I kind of want Gan to win, because that fight is interesting as hell even though the first one was a dud i i have high hopes for it i think that the 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 circumstances are extremely different and um i think it has the potential to ha- deliver absolute fireworks because if one of those guys gets knocked out that's gonna that's gonna be headline imagine if Derek lewis gets knocked out by francis Ngannou. that'd be crazy imagine if Ngannou gets knocked out by Derek lewis yeah no, neither of those guys ever get knocked out. So that that mm. would that would be that would be huge headlines. Oh, yeah, man. crazy. All right. Well, incredible. We could, t- we could talk about Derek Lewis all night because he's amazing. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I don't know if you want to talk. I one of the prelims I watched that I really enjoyed was the um, Justin Taffa and Harry Hunsucker fight. Oh yeah, two more heavyweights. Hard hitting. Two more. He- two more heavyweights. But these guys in the first. It was only, it was under a two-minute fight. And in the first minute, both of them had submission attempts. Yeah. Tafa had, um, I believe it was a, a guillotine. Yeah. And then Hunsucker had a, an arm triangle on Tafa. 
and they were kind of sitting there for a little bit and Tafa threw just kind of got tired and just threw a nasty punch right at his kidney yeah, yeah. and it, it hurt Harry and he just kind of he rolled over he's like I, I don't want another one of those and that allowed Tafa to get out and then oh, I'm trying to try to remember how the fight ended but it was that, that was a great fight it ended it's, quickly it's incredible it ended see. very quickly yeah it was a head kick. That's what it was, actually. Yep. Yeah, Big head kick from anyway. a, a great head kick. That, um, I believe Hunsucker like kind of caught too. He kind it of went, blocked it. You're right. It, I remember this now. I I I was uh, I was having troubles remembering the end of the fight, but now I do remember. Um, Hunsucker had both his hands up guarding. Um, yeah. Like 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 you should. Box, yeah. boxing stance like guarding both sides of the, the face and the head kick went right through um hunsucker's arm and yeah. it, although it looked like he blocked the kick with his arm um it put him out it put him yeah, out I mean, and it, that just shows the power behind um those head kicks especially when you're that big yeah and that and, oh, and yeah. that that technical and that skilled um justin tafa's got a great career ahead of him um i think he proved that this weekend um, I think he was yeah. an overwhelming favorite too. He was like one of the biggest favorites on the card. Um, That's, but yeah, that was that that was a great fight. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I would I would not have brought up Justin Taffa, and it's a crime not to bring up Justin Taffa. I love yeah. Aussies. I love I love yeah. everything about them. They're 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 always characters. Robert Whitaker, mm-hmm. um, Dan Hooker. Um, Taffa was a. Minus three ten, favorite. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty big favorite. I don't know. I don't know if that's that was the biggest on the card, but that that seems that seems pretty heavy, pretty hefty. Um, it was by far the biggest on the prelims, and yeah, he was he was the biggest favorite of the night. Biggest favorite of the night, Justin Taffa, delivering handedly in the first round. Um, yeah, fantastic. All right. Um, quickly, I want to talk Derek about. Was Derek Lewis an underdog? Um, I, I don't, I don't it know was, about that. Is is that true? It, it says he's plus one thirty. Yeah. He well then then he was an underdog. That's that's amazing. I I that's know you picked amazing. him. I know I picked him. I wouldn't. I would never pick against Derek Lewis. I know Chris Dawkins um is a fantastic wrestler, and maybe they thought that uh, that's the case, but um. I mean, Eric Lewis is a wrestler, as he says. He's not, but that's what he said. He's like, I'm a wrestler now. That's like one of my favorite Derek Lewis quotes of all time. He's just a bad man. He's just a bad man. He's just a bad, bad man. He doesn't care. I mean, he doesn't care if he's an underdog, if he's a favorite. He, no. he does not care. He'll, he, 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 does will, not. he will take your head off. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to take a minute and talk about Bilal Muhammad. My lock of the week. Please do. Um, Please do. Oh, boy. This is the first um, – I will say this is my first lock of the week. My first two lock of the weeks were favorites by knockout. Um, and this was the first lock of the week I chose that was a straight underdog. And Yeah, I was just about to not, say that. That's incredible. I picked, I picked him in this fight was because of the competition he's been going up against and the – absurd win streak he's on right now this is now his sixth win in a row he's actually six oh and one technically because um 
he had a uh, a stoppage, a no contest stoppage against Leon Edwards um, because of an eye poke in his only main event he's ever had. Um, that was back in March of this year. Um, and it was unfortunate because Bilal was hanging with Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards, by the way, um, someone who has on a nine fight win streak and is basically a shoe in um, to fight uh, Usman next for the belt. So, um, and Bilal was hanging with him and no one wanted to fight Leon at this point too. Like no one other than Nate Diaz and um, yeah. Nate Diaz will fight anyone. So if you look <laughs> at the names he's beaten too, um, like, geez, Diego Lima, Damian Maya, and now he's got a win over Wonderboy. Yeah. Um, he's got to be in a title eliminator now. If not, um, I, I don't, I don't know if he's, uh, if he's, if he's a shoe in to fight for the belt, I think he's ranked like sixth or fifth now in the rankings. Um, there's quite a few, uh, great people ahead of him. You look at Gilbert Burns, Colby Covington, um, there, there he's got talent ahead of him, but I think he's, uh, yeah, he, he's fifth now. I'd like to see him fight Gilbert Burns, to be honest with you. That'd be a great um, that's, fight. A, that's a fight I want to see. Yep. Um, this performance against um, Wonder Boy reminded me a lot of the Gilbert Burns Stephen Thompson fight. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. That was the co main for uh, McGregor versus Poirier three. Fight before that was Wonder Boy and Gilbert. And Gilbert basically wrestled and grappled and dominated um, Wonder Boy the whole time. What I liked about um, Bilal's win is not only did he wrestle and grapple and dominate him on the ground, but he also showed a high proficiency against Wonderboy on the feet. And Wonderboy makes people look stupid on the feet. He's a, there was a reason they call him Wonderboy. He's a karate genius. He's fantastic. I love Wonderboy. I put nothing against him. But He only um, threw 67 total strikes. Yeah to Bilal's 271 yeah he dominated him absolutely I mean, that's incredible yeah really ridiculous um i i dig up to Bilal. i believe seven of nine my takedowns i mean yeah great great pick by you too especially with him being an underdog yeah i mean, I, I believed in him i i saw stuff that people didn't um yep. obviously obviously i'm sure there are a lot of wonder boy fans i am personally a wonder boy fan um he's quite possibly the nicest guy in the ufc um i know that he has this thing where you know how uh jorge mazadal is the bmf he's got the bmf yeah. um uh, steven wonder boy thompson has he's crafted the nmf belt the nicest mf belt <laughs> rather than the baddest mf because yeah. he really is he's a kind soul and he's he's amazing he's a great fighter he's a fantastic fighter i think he really needs to in these past two fights what's been apparent and what he's been exposed on is his grappling game and he needs to work on takedown defense because if he can train in takedown defense i think his stand-up is as good if not better than anyone else in the welterweight division yep. um, but Bilal really showed that there are levels to this. And he really proved that he is here to stay. Yep. And that he he deserves to be here. And I, I look forward to him being in a title eliminator. I'd love to see Gilbert Burns versus um versus Bilal next. I think that'd be I, a great fight. I'd love to see Dana make that. 
Um, yeah, that's my fight of the week. Or not my fight of the week. What am I saying? Um, my lock of the week. Jeez. Um, performance bonuses, real quick. Um, Cub Swanson. And then um, Melissa Gatto. She had a great uh, front kick to the body over Sajar Eubanks on, on the prelims. That was, uh, I know we didn't really talk about that one too much. It was kind of an odd finish too, because um, a lot like the uh, the knee to the liver that Frank Herzog had, Sajara kind of crumpled to this to this front kick to the body that uh, Gatto threw, and it was a, it was an odd like oh she's not okay like you need to stop this, but it wasn't like a hit to the face it was a body shot, so very odd. And then yep. um, fight of the night was Amanda Lemos versus Angela Hill, split decision victory for Lemos. Um, great fight. Angela Hill always seems to be in these wars. Um, she always, she fight, she co comes up to competition. Um, I think there was a debate that she could have won this fight. Um, obviously one of the judges agreed with me with it being a split decision. Mm. Um, but I think that was pretty well deserving of fight of the night. Um, why don't we talk about the other fight that happened on Saturday night? Um, since there obviously aren't fights next week, we'll, we can spend the rest of our time talking about the man, the myth, the legend. Tyron Woodley. I'm just kidding. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Oh okay. God. Before we get into that. Sure. I have to talk about the fact that Darren Williams and Frank Gore fought right oh, before. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. What the hell? Yeah. I, yeah, I well, didn't know that until Saturday. I think maybe I you, you brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frank Gore's fighting. And I was like, I was like, what the hell is Frank Gore doing fighting? Like the dude's got to be. 60 years old by now yeah he was like he was like he had to have been like 54 when he retired from the nfl i'm kidding but like, yeah no yeah <laughs> we're kidding he is it. he is very old he's like and he's the all-time leading rusher on a couple teams i think right he was on the uh he was on the colts for a while yeah or not not a while but for a little bit and i mean i just I mean, there's really nothing there's really nothing bad you can say about frank gore at least yeah i'm sure there is things but um nothing in my, i'll say in something my bad about him here i'll say okay. something bad about him he lost a boxing match to darren williams on saturday <laughs> yeah i i just i just didn't get that that's so uh that was so shocking to me that frank gore and darren williams were gonna be boxing on the uh Co they were the co card yeah co yeah the co-main too yeah Which, and it was I only mean, a four-round fight um i didn't get the chance to watch this fight um, I did not want to pay uh, any money, more money to Jake Paul. I feel like he has enough. No. Um, I would much rather give my money to Dana because I love I, him. Agreed. <laughs> got to, but got to pay your fighters. Got to pay your fighters, Dana. Got to pay your fighters, Dana. Dana, if I'm giving you fighter. money, you need to give money to your fighters. Please do. Yep. Right. That, that's um, what that's that's what we're paying to see. We're not paying because it's it's a UFC fight. It's because you have the the best fighters and the best athletes in the world. And it's, it's, it's arguably some of the most entertaining sports ever. I mean, these guys are literally putting their lives on the line. Yeah. When they go in there, they, they, they are, they are definitely putting their lives on the line. It's, it's yeah. hand -hand combat. So I, I, I agree completely. I, I think, I mean, I kind of, I kind of hope the good thing that comes out of, 
all this Jake Paul calling out Dana and UFC fighters is that Dana finally starts paying his fighters. But the thing is, I don't think any actual respected, I mean, not, not saying that Ben Askren and um, Tyron Woodley aren't respected, crazy respected UFC fighters and mixed martial artists. Yeah. But I mean, they're, they're retired from the UFC now. And I mean, and they now they're, they're still interested in fighting and the the Jake Paul fights are going to pay them more than a few UFC fights would pay them. Yeah, I just think the most absurd part about this is um, Tyron Woodley is a former welterweight champion. Um, obviously, he, he, he was a, a welterweight champion. And I believe he made more fight in these two fight or more money in these two fights against Jake Paul than he did in all of his title fights combined. Yeah, that's that's insane. Which is just like, come on, like that's, that's insane. It's it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah, for him to get knocked, it's a YouTuber boxing get, match. Yeah, yeah, beaten twice, and I honestly think, in all respect to Jake Paul, I think Jake Paul has proved himself as a legitimate boxer. And, yeah. a, and a professional boxer. But, I mean, he's calling people out like Kamar Usman and Jorge Masvidal. Jorge Masvidal. Imagine um, if that happens, though. He, what do you, what do you one point about that? I know I brought out, that up before, but... Um, at one point, he was calling out um, Canelo. He's still calling out Canelo. He wants to fight Canelo in 2024, is what he said. He's building up 20. to fight Canelo. Canelo, Canelo also weighs 60 pounds less than him, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, yeah, Canelo I mean, fights at lightweight in boxing, which is less than it is in the UFC, I believe. I'm going to fact check that because I am okay. a huge uh, MMA fan. I'm, I am not quite as huge of a boxing fan, although I do love boxing. It's great. Alvar, okay, Canelo Alvarez is the first boxer in UFC history to become undisputed champion at super uh, middleweight. So super middleweight, I'm going to figure out how much you have to be in super middleweight because middleweight in UFC is 185 pounds, which is definitely not the case. Canelo is not that big. No. Super middleweight or light cruiserweight, as it's sometimes referred to, is 160 to 168 pounds. So actually, it's a, that's a lot more than I thought it would be. Um, just because Jake, I think Jake Paul weighs like 195 to 200 pounds. So it's not yeah. actually out of the realm of possibilities that they could fight at the same weight. Um, if Canelo like doesn't cut for that fight, he'd probably weigh what 175, 180 pounds, and Jake Paul could probably cut to that. So yeah, uh, it makes I, and, sense that he'd be calling him out. But I still think he's a little undersized, and that's what Jake that's what Jake wants. I think he wants to fight these undersized guys. He fought Nate Robinson. Hell, he fought he fought Nate Robinson. Come on, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I think Jake's a, a good boxer, but I mean, are he's he's undefeated, but I mean, are these fights even, um, like these actual tests for him? I get what you're saying. Uh, actual tests are are they even like recognized by professional boxing? Yeah, I I don't think they are. That's 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 the whole thing he's getting. Are, are, I think this Tyron these, Woodley fight is going to put him on the map on some boxers, um, especially since he knocked him out. Um, but, I mean, the, right, the right hook he landed in this fight, I, I, I have to say, um, 
It was very clean. He fainted. He fainted the the right hook to the body very well, and he went upstairs with it. And Tyron opened up his guard just enough. Yeah, so the right hook slipped through, and it was I know, yeah, fantastic right hook. Yeah, uh, I I saw a bunch of videos of people like, oh, do you see that that move that Jake did with his oh with his glove with, with his with his glove and Tyron dropped his stand. Like, why would he drop that? And it's it's all in slow motion. Yeah, you know, and and fighting, it's it's just a faint. You know, he's yeah, I don't he, he's, I saw he's fainting videos, a body shot yeah. to his his body, and I don't think people under understand, understand. how much punches to the the body like the kidney and liver actually hurt and like wear yeah. you down in fights like this yeah i i think that shows a i think i agree completely ben i think that shows a, a complete lack of understanding of the yeah. sport like oh why would why would tyron put his arm down like that just to let the punch through but it's yeah. it's, it's because you're right it's it's because of the faint yeah um, it's because jake had gone to the body quite a bit in that round he was jabbing to the body, and so was Tyron quite a bit. They were both working the body a lot, and that's a great strategy to have. Well, I think this was like what sixth round in an eight round fight. It um, was, yeah. Fight goes on, and you're doing body work um, that late in the fight. That's gonna t- that's gonna tire your opponent out. They're gonna be throwing yeah. less. They're gonna be taking more damage, and it's gonna make those punches to the head feel even worse. And as yeah. we saw, that right hook landed clean. Yeah, and, and knocked them out clean. So, and people are going to find every excuse to try to try to hit on Jake Paul. As much as I, I don't think he's a great person, and I don't agree with a lot of the things he do he does. Sure. But I mean, I I would love to see him fight an actual. But I was really excited to see him fight Tommy, Tommy Fury. Fury. I haven't I haven't seen Tommy Fury fight much, but I mean, Tyson Fury is. Just such such an incredible fighter, and I don't know if Tommy's quite on his level. I don't know who who Tommy's fought. I'm not super well versed in boxing, but I I'm not super confident. But I I can guess it would have been a a better challenge than a uh, than Tyron Woodley. And I'm I know Tyron Woodley's a, a great boxer, and um, but his background and there there, I, I there was just... a there was a lot of respect in this fight. Yeah, um, between these two. To, uh, opposed to the last one which shows a lot of maturity from jake um yeah and i will i'll even say jake, like. uh, from tyron too because i i know um they were being extremely disrespectful to each other in the first fight and then after yeah. the second fight um jake wants to start a podcast with tyron and and he wants to he not that only would that, be interesting he also, he also talked about maybe even doing a buddy cop movie he said um would you watch a buddy cop movie with Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul? No, Jake yeah, Paul is a <laughs> Jake Paul. I, I think the idea is interesting. Maybe like a short film yeah. or something, or just do a podcast. I mean, I, I, th- I think a podcast could be interesting or something like that, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like a lot of the content that Jake Paul puts out. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think he's a great person, but um, I, I think he's I. becoming a, a a pretty a pretty good boxer. Um, and I and, and I, I I'd love to see him fight um, other boxers and go against an them. actual boxer. I I, I don't want to I don't want to see him calling out, especially somebody like Masvidal. I mean, Masvidal is good on his on his feet, but I 
and you you take out like all the weapons in somebody's arsenal i mean it's like you, it's like you're taking away the terminator and just putting in arnold schwarzenegger and the terminator movies without him being the terminator so yeah, yeah he's he's at a disadvantage i mean he's been training mixed martial arts his whole life and train his entire body to be a weapon and then it's like all right all you can do is hug each other and punch each other yeah like it's 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 a it's a completely different game and i think jake's just calling out ufc fighters to kind of piss off dana in some i don't i don't know why he's, he's doing trying that. To, to to get at dana and i think what he's trying to do is by bringing ufc fighters into boxing he's bringing them out of their realm and into his and yeah. while he's well-versed in boxing um i'm not saying mma fighters aren't well-versed in boxing but mm -hmm. there's a reason they call it mma mixed martial yeah. arts it's because you're learning multiple different disciplines it's you're learning, the, you're learning wrestling jiu-jitsu boxing kickboxing muay thai and and boxing is only one of those aspects and yeah. jake is training that every day so yeah and yeah so i mean that's, I that's a it's a whole like to be trained because yeah jake's just trained boxing and if it if a ufc fighter was like all right i'll do this but give me a year to, to like actually train boxing like and in yeah. their prime like jake is right now then that could be a good fight but i mean that's not what he's asking for i mean no he wants to fight somebody next year and that's yeah. And I, I sent you a TikTok where Jake says, I don't know, I don't know if this is true, but he says, uh, I think he's calling out Tyron Willie. He says, I just knocked out a five-time UFC champion. Oh uh, well, that had to have been Tyron Woodley because Ben Askren isn't anytime UFC champion. Yeah. Tyron Woodley is only a one-time UFC champion. I think he's won multiple title fights. Maybe he's referring to that. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I was going to say real quick. Um, and then we can go ahead and uh, wrap this up because we're, we're peaking at an hour here and we keep trying to get okay. this down and we're, <laughs> we're struggling. But um, what bothers me most about him calling out Jorge Masvidal is you look at Masvidal, his last fight against Kamara Usman. How did he lose that fight? A yeah. right cross off yeah. of the face. It's exactly how Jake Paul just won this fight against Tyron Woodley. He's taking it as an opportunity. Yeah. Um, Jorge's only been knocked out like two or three times in his career. And every time he's been knocked out has been this right cross from a faint. And he, 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 he's gotten knocked out from the same punch. And I, 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 feel, I feel like Jake is going that to, that's, that's what he's going to focus on. He's going to focus on that. And um, as a boxer, that's a very easy thing to train. Is a is a jab right cross? That's mm -hmm. that's a very basic combo to learn. Um, I guarantee he knows it. He's well versed in boxing, and if he sets that up well, I don't care if Jorge sees it coming. Um, it's an eight round fight. Um, we saw this happen in the sixth round. He can throw the body the whole fight and set that up. What sixth or seventh round, and we we could very well see what happened to Jorge against Usman happened against Jake Paul too. 
And I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. I, I agree. And and in his press comp, his his in his like post fight presser, he calls out he's calling out Dana. He's like, give me Masvidal, give me Usman, gives me give me Diaz, give me um. Give me, give me, give me. McGregor. Like McGregor. That's a, I, I don't like I don't like him saying gimme like all these MMA fighters. Yeah. And he's like, like I, all he, of, like, like he, I just embarrassed a five time UFC champion. Like, and I'll do it to any anybody else. Like, I mean, if you want to embarrass a UFC champion, start training mixed MMA. martial arts. MMA. Yeah. Get into the UFC. Yeah. I agree completely. I, I, I he's a good boxer, but I mean, I think Jake has found and he's for sure getting paid well, and I think he's found his kind of his niche of fighting. Sure, either retired or I've, he's only fought retired or UFC fighters coming off losses. Think about it that way. He's he's targeting UFC fighters that are coming off losses. He's not. He's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, I mean, he's called out besides, besides Usman. Yeah, but but think about the, the the legitimacy of him calling out Usman. He's done it a couple times, but he's really focusing on what Masvidal, McGregor, Nate Diaz, all of which are coming off losses. Yeah. All right. I well, mean, maybe this is what McGregor is bulking up for: is to fight Jake Paul. Jake Paul. You know what? That's a hot take. I never even thought about that. He is he I, McGregor fast. He's bulking up. Why is he bulking up? I I assumed it was because he wants the trilogy fight against Diaz. But you're right. It, it very well could be he's bulking up to fight Jake Paul. Because I know Connor I, is he's a fan of the Paul brothers. He likes their brand. He likes what they're trying to do. So Yeah, I I think McGregor is the most reasonable call out from that group, but I mean yeah. Even though I think McGregor's way of way above that. I mean, Logan fought. Um, his older brother Logan fought Floyd. Floyd Mayweather, who and Floyd mops the floor with McGregor in a boxing match. Yeah. Well, um, I won't say mop the floor. I think um, for an MMA fighter. Um, I think McGregor did a damn Floyd Mayweather, job yeah. against Floyd Mayweather. He, he did because I've seen. I think he performed better than most championship level boxers have against Floyd. You you watch some of yeah. Floyd's fights against like championship level talent, and they they don't land a punch. They literally can't hit Floyd. Um, mm-hmm. There were multiple times where Connor landed clean. Cro- left crosses and left hooks and that's his power hand so yep. um yeah Connor, no. connor's a great fighter especially with that left hand and especially in south paul too yeah i mean it's whole another level and i don't know if jake's fought a south paul yet that's that, true that's all that's a whole level too yeah so Very i mean i think that would be interesting but i would I would love to see for all Jake talks about haters and every, every, everybody's a hater. Everybody hates like, and he always talks about everybody hating on him and they have no reason to hate on me. And it's like, I mean, at this point I'm by the, 
fight a current boxer recognized by boxing association yeah and then people will stop hating on you like you're you're giving pe- reasons for people to hate on you i think he like loves you're not i think he loves the hate i i think he does too but he, he also complains about it so i and people have reason to dislike him and his brother for the things that they've done in the past and i think they've made a lot of progress but i mean i'm not going to get into all of that I think he plays into the hate. I think I think he loves the eyes on him, and that's why he plays into it. And I think it's great for his brand because what he had this fight in Florida. Um, everyone there was chanting "F Jake Paul." Yeah, even is, the people there, they they came to at watch his own him. fight. Yeah, which is like okay, these people paid to go see him just to chant at him that they hate him, which yeah, is and like, I mean. They're, they're going money. to see him lose, but I mean, you're going to see a boxer fight a uh, somebody who's not a boxer. Yeah, you know, it's it just I I don't know I don't know what they expected. I mean, he's getting people into combat sports, which I think is kind of good for. I I think it is kind of good for the UFC in a sense, but I don't I don't think it does anything for him but pat his pockets all right ben. well what i'm gonna do before we finish up here um i have an avid jake paul fan who uh wanted me to call um she wanted to call in and talk about her favorite fighter jake paul so um oh, i'm gonna i'm does gonna she, ring her does up. she want to defend him i'm being sarcastic i'm pretty sure okay. she does not like jake paul okay hello welcome to the podcast um we have a Hi. question for you Okay. Um, hi, Alyssa. What's your? Oh, yeah. Ben says hi. Hi, Ben. Um, we wanted to ask your opinion on uh, the Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley fight this weekend. How do you feel about that knockout? Didn't Jake Paul win that? He, he did. He did win that. He did. How do you I feel? Was hoping, I was hoping he didn't. Why? So was I. Yeah, I think you're in the majority there. You can't win them all, right? Yeah. Did you, so, did you uh, put any money on him, Alyssa? Yeah, did you did you bet on Jake Paul? No, I didn't even watch it. Oh. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad. Don't yeah, waste don't waste your time with him. <laughs> so so who do you think Jake Paul should fight next? His own brother. Ooh, hot take. Mm-hmm. I, I think. think- Thank you for calling in. We're, we're, I'd love to talk about that real quick. We're we're about to finish up, all right? But thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Okay, have a good podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That is, that is an interesting take. That is an I interesting think, I mean, take. Logan's way bigger than him, and I'm not I sure how... I don't how... think he is, though. I really don't think you he is. How, you go 12 rounds with Floyd Mayweather... I mean, well, and I, I don't know. I don't know how the seriousness of that fight, because I mean, there, there was it was kind of like a. They they both got sent home with, two inch trophies that say like, participation on them. Yeah. Um, but I mean, still going being in the ring with, Floyd Mayweather for twelve rounds and like even lasting that long. 
especially mm-hmm. with Floyd, because Floyd just gets better and better as the fight goes on. Yeah. Floyd just dances around you and wears you out until he can finish you or he just and you you end up missing so much that he wins basically all the rounds accumulation which yeah yeah accumulation of punches yep and um, just outstriking them every round that's what that's what he yeah. loves. He, he's very technical he's a very technical boxer and he's a fantastic boxer and yeah i agree the fact that logan paul stood in there with one of the greatest fighters of all time and quite possibly the best fighter of this generation um like props to him i'm about to blow your mind right here because i just pulled up logan paul's height and weight um logan paul is six foot two and he weighs 186 pounds jake logan does logan is six to 185 now that's not that's not true jake paul is six one and he weighed in for this fight at 191 at 0.4 pounds so they're very similar builds is this they're, is this what logan weighed in at for the mayweather fight um that's a great question because I, I would i would have to imagine that he had to cut somewhat through that because i mean yeah, i thought that what that seemed a little light floyd has got to be at least eight inches shorter than him and 50 okay. pounds lighter than him so this is a outdated with, with, without cutting. So this is an outdated post. I just pulled up his his when he weighed in for for boxing. Um, but when he fought KSI, he weighed in at one hundred ninety nine point four pounds. Logan did. Um, okay. But but it says that he weighs about one ninety. Um, that fight that fight against KSI what that was a while ago. So, yeah, that was. Um, I feel like, like twenty eighteen or something. Yeah, I feel like he definitely cut down. It says Logan Paul's second professional fight will be taken. Oh, because it says will be taking place on June sixth against the boxing superstar Floyd Mayweather. So, um, real quick, I'll figure out Logan Paul. It's crazy to me because Logan looks like a very big dude, but with that, not his weight, but I'm, I'm bigger than Logan. So he weighed in against Mayweather at one eighty nine point five pounds. So he lost 10 pounds, but honestly, okay, so he, he did he's have fighting to Mayweather, Mayweather, Mayweather didn't cut for the fight and he weighed 155. So yeah. he was probably cutting to make it a little more fair in weights. I mean, that's a, what, almost a 35 pound difference. Yeah. And I mean, he probably weighed over 190 by the time the fight started. Yeah, for sure. Which is, at least it, it, it gave uh, – I, I bet it lessened it. I'm, I'm sure that the, the discrepancy was – you're right. It was probably a lot more than that. But Yeah. Oh, boy. So I, did we just talk about the Paul brothers for like 20, 30 minutes? I think yeah, we, we did. Jeez. We did. I hope, I, we, I, I hope we never do that again. I guarantee that we will. <laughs> but, we, we've talked about them a lot on the podcast. Jeez. It's – it's hard not it's to notable and very it's very pop culture kind of uh combat i mean yeah the, they're big names the it's ufc hard. is they're hard to is, avoid yeah the ufc is by far a uh, much better much better promotion arguably like 
yeah. greatest promotion in the world. With, I love I mean, you. Definitely, definitely has the greatest fighters. Yeah. In the world, and some of the greatest athletes. Yeah. The UFC is great. It's great, Dana. The UFC is great, and the, I just want to finish this podcast by uh, requesting that you make the John Jones versus Derek Lewis fight. Please make it happen. Yes. I would love it. Cool. We would both love it. I'm going to be All dreaming right? about that tonight. Imagine imagine the pay-per-views. Imagine the pay-per-view buys. It would be a mm-hmm. coma. You don't even have to make it a main event. Derek Lewis doesn't want to fight five rounds. John Jones yeah. hasn't fought in almost two years. All right? Imagine Put him in a three-round co-main. Conor McGregor as the main event. Oh, my God. Imagine. Conor versus uh, O'Malley or Diaz. Connor versus O'Malley. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now you're just Connor, making my head spin. Derek Lewis, John Jones, O'Malley, all in the same pay-per-view. I mean, it'll be the the most bought pay-per-view event of all time. That will be that will be single-handedly the most talked about fighting event ever, I feel like. Yeah. If you put yeah. all those names on the same card. Uh, and it's possible. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a huge possibility. The, for next the, year, the they're cards, all looking the for cards fights. are aligning. The stars are aligning. I should say, yeah. not the cards. the The stars are aligning to make this card happen. That's what yeah. I, I guess I'm I'm getting at. Exactly. Oh boy. Oh, I love Francis Ngannou, but I don't know what I'm getting at. I love Francis Ngannou. I guess is what I'm saying. But I'm you'd Francis rather Ngannou see John Jones and and Derek Lewis fight. <laughs> But 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 I do want to see John Jones and Derek Lewis fight. Like, yes, yeah. that's what I'm getting at. But but Francis and Ganu, I love you. I don't know what I'm why I said that, but I'll keep saying it. Dana, I love you. Make that fight happen. Thank you everyone Please. for tuning in this week. Um, we will see you. We will see you next week. There will be no hiatus. Okay, At least we hope you. so. Barring anything <laughs> unforeseen. We're on break. I could do this. I could do this every day. True, true. I'm, 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 I, I, I have a job currently. Will I have it tomorrow? It's a great question. That's up in the air. That's up in the air. Um, all right. Well, once again, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all of you listening. Um, I know Ben appreciates it too. Don't you, Ben? <laughs> uh, oh, um, oh, sorry. I don't know if we talked about this, but uh, Ty Tuavasa is ranked now in heavyweight, 11. No way. Oh yes. What's that's he ranked Amazing. Now? 11th. Oh, that's that's great. That's great. Okay, well, no, actually, that doesn't – that's not too surprising because he just knocked out Augustus Sakai, who was ranked 12th. Yeah. So that's that's great. Oh, my God. I hope he that gets – That was a great fight. <sighs> we, we have to, we have we'll to talk, talk we'll about – We'll talk about that all with those fights. Uh, Oliveira versus – Poirier card because that card's fantastic. We could talk about all we, we, about that. We we should have talked about that already. I kind of thought about it, we did because I've thought about it and I know we talked about it so much. We gotta we have to make a an episode about that. So we'll well we why don't we do, do that next that. week? Why don't why don't we yep. leave them with that? Well, that'll be next week's episode. Everyone come back, mm-hmm. tune in. Oliveira versus the- Poirier, episode five next week. So beautiful. Got to keep the fans hungry. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Blessing.